right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 142 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, I hope you enjoy the show. Please consider subscribing. And if there is any, if this show does anything to help you in any way, please consider sharing the show with anyone you know that's in the same position we are in and also consider rating the show. If the platform you are using to listen to me on allows you to rate the show, please, four-star, five-star, whatever you want, just please rate the show because that'll help the algorithm. And when people search for a weight loss-related podcast, it will boost the Ranting Weight Watcher and help them find a show that might help them. Well, I have plenty to talk about. Let's get into this! Journey Updates. I am up for the second time in a row. Up two pounds. We are closing out the month of May up one pound. Total loss since January 2019 is 159.2 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the 175-pound milestone, 15.8 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the 200-pound milestone is 40.8 pounds. (sighs) I got to say, these two gains couldn't come at a worse time. Not, Not, I mean, not that a gain could come at a good time, but it was just... If there was one thing that should not happen with what medication regimen I was about to begin, it was a second gain. One thing to have a singular gain, but to have two, I'm not sure what's causing it. Nothing, very little has changed, you know, with slight variations of that I'll go over in a minute with calories or whatever, but it doesn't seem like enough to call cause a second gain. On weigh-in day, I just started the medication regimen for the skin issue that we found out that I had. It took forever. I guess this skin condition is so rare that the pharmacies don't regularly carry the medication for it. So I was waiting for like three days for my prescription to be filled. But finally, I picked it up Saturday morning and was able to take my first doses. But when I weighed in Saturday morning and gained another 
two pounds. It did not help my cause knowing that I'm going to be on steroids for approximately six weeks. Now, we know that steroids cause water retention, weight gain, all kinds of things. And it causes cravings. It causes hunger. And these are all things I know that I have to fight going forward. I know this because I had to deal with it the last time I was in the steroids. And that time I was only on for a week. This time, I'll be on for three. It's a little, it's a little concerning, that's for sure. Well, let's get into it. Week seven of my transition to a lower carb lifestyle. I had one day that I failed and four success days. My calorie average for week seven was 2,414 calories per day. Baseline calories was 2,652. And our goal is 2,300. Week seven protein average is 249 grams per day. Baseline protein average was 188 grams per day, and the goal was 229. Week seven carb average is 218 grams a day. The baseline was 406, and the goal is 144. Week seven fat average is 68 grams per day. The baseline fat average is 45.8 grams per day. And the goal fat average was 90 grams per day. Now, I did have a notable moment on Friday night. We had some friends come over for dinner. And I ate things on Friday night for dinner that I don't typically eat. But they were on the table. We grilled and uh, hadn't had these things in a while. So I, I added those things to my... My menu on Friday night, this cause, this night definitely helped with the elevation in my averages here. So like my calorie average is up almost 100 calories uh, from the last few weeks if you go back. But uh, it definitely did not help the situation. It is what it is. Can't do anything about it now. Just got to move forward. But it's important to report it. I always want to report when things are out of the ordinary, it's just about transparency, really. The goal of the episode last week was finding balance. And I went on off on such a tangent because of those art. Well, I don't know if they were articles or if they were actually pictures of advertisements from the 1960s about sugar. They caused me to go so out of my mind that I never rounded back. So... Hopefully today in this episode 142, I will get to all of my points that I wanted to hit in 141. Apparently, vocabulary that I used ruffled some feathers. I'm not here to defend what I say. The mission of this podcast is simple. It is to make you feel uncomfortable with the position you're in in life and provoke you to thought. 
It has always been so. Whenever I speak about a topic, you have two choices. You can get caught up in the words that I say. Or you can ask yourself, what is he trying to make me think of? What is he, what haven't I seen in myself or my environment, depending on the topic, that I could see based on what he's trying to say? The choice, again, is yours. We have never lived in a world that was more enabling than this world. And it is very important that you realize this. But like I was saying, the world is filled with things that will enable you to stay right where you are. It's There are distractions everywhere. Setting goals for yourself has never been harder than it is now. There are so many things to battle here. Television is a constant distraction. Social media is a highly addictive constant distraction. The internet is a constant distraction. You are sitting in a world that there, it seems to be that the one goal for the rest of the world or the people making all the money is to make you consume their products, especially entertainment. Entertainment, they want you on one thing. They don't want you to produce anything. They just want you to consume, consume, consume. And that's what you're being taught right now in this world. Consume, 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 and don't actually produce anything. And we get so caught up in, oh, did you catch out the, net, the new show? Have you seen this on Netflix? Oh my God, this is the greatest show ever. Do you have Disney Plus? We get so caught up on those things. And social media, between politics, between uh, news headlines, all of the things that we could be distracted. Social media as a whole has become an extremely disgusting place. You know, I have social media for the podcast and I use it to promote the podcast. This... There has always been a Twitter account for this podcast. But Twitter has got to be the most toxic of all of the social media environments. It is truly disgusting. Truly disgusting to go into that environment. All of, with all of these things in place to catch your eye. Your goals almost always take a back seat because you live in a world that 
promotes a utopia of mediocrity. We just go through the motions every day because you know what? It is what it is. And then you come home, and the only thing, is it too much to ask that you can grab the remote and put on your favorite show and just forget about life for a while? How different is that from any other thing you can do? All of these things are distractions. Literally all of them. And none of them are healthy distractions. We could have distractions that say, I want to forget about life for a while by running on a treadmill. I want to forget about life for a while by lifting some weights. I want to forget about life for a while by beating up a, a, a heavy bag, some boxing, all of these things. Instead, we go to exactly what would be detrimental to our goals. TV, social media, all of the things that cause us to sit in place and wonder why we didn't hit our step goal. I think the percentage, if I had to guess a ratio here, I would say overwhelmingly there are way more people in the world that have addictive personalities than people in the world who do not. Even when things are healthy for you, you can see those people tend to have addictive personalities and then what would be healthy becomes unhealthy. I recently became very into, you know, checking out, uh, looking into guys that have become bodybuilders and stuff like that, like, you know, seeing their work, seeing what it, what it takes to do the things that they do. Not because I want to be a bodybuilder, just because it, lifting weights is something I'm interested in and I just wanted to see just how much work it takes to do what they're trying to do. I didn't expect to find, I, I mean, I guess I, I can't say I didn't know it existed, but in the process of looking at these guys and looking into them and their histories, I found lists of guys who were at the top of their field and uh, died very young. And it's because of their use of anabolic steroids. And see, even in their prime health, they have achieved a level of health that we will we could all dream of or what seems that, but even they did not find balance because their pursuit of a healthy body or building up their body became an obsession, also an addiction. The methods they were using to get to where they were going eventually weren't enough. You had to keep going and leveling up and leveling up, and leveling up. There was never a point where they've achieved enough. And it's funny because you could see this. It doesn't have to be in the bodybuilding world that you see this. You could see this everywhere. I've seen people achieve their goal in weight loss 
and then decide, well, I don't like that this still looks like this. And then they go after whatever that takes. Instead of being happy with achieving the goal that they had set for themselves, they then become obsessed with how their body is shaped after having achieved that. So then it becomes an unhealthy obsession with, say, plastic surgery. There are so many ways we could... Transference is a thing. When you're obsessed with something, let's say we, we, are, we have a food addiction and we're obsessed with food and we use food in an unhealthy way, it is possible to be addicted to food even though you need it. When we give up things, there is always a possibility of transference to something else. Because we have addictive personalities, the real thing we need to learn is how to cope without what we're giving up. We need to figure out that by going to why we chose the object in the first place. Whatever that object is. If that object is drugs, alcohol, smoking, food, Whatever it is, we have to figure out what caused us to choose those things. What were we chasing? Were we chasing comfort? Were we chasing escape? What is it that we are chasing when we went, when we turn to those things? Because that's the real problem. It's not the fact that we are drinking. It's what is causing us to drink. It's not the fact that we are smoking. It's what is causing us to smoke. So in cases where people had problems with food, I have a number of people in my life that I've known for many, many years all have, you know, same problems as me. Overweight the majority of our lives and I've watched a number of them achieve their weight loss goals. Their methods, unimportant for this topic. But in the process, I watched them transfer their addiction to something else. Now, some of them transferred that addiction to shopping. They uncontrollably spend their money everywhere. Some of them got a crazy social life all of a sudden, became very popular. Female becomes very popular where she was mostly overlooked before. All of this attention is coming to her and she's going out and, and being social and going to clubs, nightclubs, dance clubs, whatever they are. And with that environment comes drinking. And so her obsession with food becomes an obsession with partying and getting drunk. The transference is real. If we never deal with what caused us to seek whatever the problem is, if we never deal with that, there's always a possibility of transference. And the same thing goes for the reverse way. It doesn't just be, have to be food and outward. It's you give up smoking and you start eating. It goes both ways. Transference is not discriminatory in any way. If we never deal with what caused us to seek 
comfort, escape from these unhealthy things, they are easily transferable to any myriad of things that are available to us. And this is including TV, social media, internet, pornography, all of these things, highly addictive. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. And they have been designed as such. And probably the most notable of them all 
social media. They managed to create an application that creates micro dopamine hits because you received a like on something you posted. You get a dopamine, a bigger dopamine hit if you receive a comment. And because dopamine is probably the most highly addictive thing on the planet, it is no surprise that social media is highly addictive. Let's say you're on a highway and you're heading to an airport. In most situations when you're going to an airport, especially big city locations, there are so many on-ramps, off-ramps, exit ramps, all kinds of things going on in this general area. And if you don't pay attention to the signs, you'll never get to where you're going, right? When we set a goal for ourselves, regardless of that's weight loss or whatever the case may be, whatever the goal is, business-related, health-related, in this case, we're talking about health. Achieving balance is really the biggest goal of all of it, regardless of what the actual outcome, the result you're looking for. Achieving balance is the even bigger goal because as long as there's no balance, it doesn't matter what number you achieve on the scale. If there's no balance at the end of it, it will become something different, right? It's almost like you're at one of those intersections when you're on your way to the airport and there's all of these ramps going all of these different directions and all of them but one lead to distraction, lead to unhealthy lifestyles, lead to unbalanced transference of addictive behavior. But only one road leads you to balance. The key is finding that road. We do so many things like a pendulum. We swing too far one way and then we try to over we try to correct and we end up overcorrecting and we go too much in the other direction instead of realizing what will get me just to stay in the middle we keep doing the overcorrection and the overcorrection happens in the wrong direction too so when you spend so much time doing things Let's say you're eating extremely healthy and you chose a method that was not sustainable. Eventually, you're going to rebel and you're going to want to eat things that you used to eat because there was no balance. I talked to you last week about giving up things. I believe when there are addictive things, Sometimes you have to walk away from them for a period of time to find balance. I did it. I did this with experience. When I started WW, if you go onto my connect page 
and you scroll all the way to my first post, if you're actually daring enough to scroll all the way to my first page, post, you will find a post of a bitten apple because that morning represented the first weekend or the first Sunday I was not starting my day with my typical ritual. I said it before on this podcast. My typical weekend ritual was to wake up hours before everyone else around 5 a.m. Saturday, Sunday. I would go downstairs and I would have time. I would have at least three hours to myself before anybody would come down the stairs. This is way before WW Lifestyle ever started in 2019. I would come downstairs. I'd have at least three hours to myself. I'd start a pot of coffee at five in the morning. I would go to the cabinet and I would grab whatever store-bought cookies were sitting there. I would bring the entire brand new package of store-bought cookies. I would make my first cup of coffee. I would put on some TV show or movie, whatever the case may be, because this is my personal time. I can watch whatever I want, do whatever I want. And as long as there was coffee to drink, I would just keep eating cookies. And then at 8 o'clock, as people, my wife would come down, my daughter would come down, the time was to eat actual breakfast, as if everything I had already eaten did not count. I started WW on Saturday, January 12th, 2019. The first time I encountered this issue of waking up at 5 in the morning and not having a ritual anymore. That was the morning that I realized that I can't do this anymore. I can't trust myself to only grab however many cookies because I can track those and be okay with that. I did not trust myself to do that. I gave cookies up completely because of my lack of trust in my own ability. I believe that I have a food addiction. I was never diagnosed. I believe I do. I believe that these addictions, as I talked about before, can transfer to other addictions seamlessly. Seamlessly. And I think they can easily come back. How many times I've seen a friend give up food for cigarettes, then give up cigarettes and go to food, and then same thing over and over and over again. I watched it through high school. I've watched some of my best friends start smoking in an attempt to lose weight. And every time they felt hungry, they would light up. And some of them actually lost weight doing this. 
and some of them didn't. So well, they lost for a while until they said to myself, oh, I got a, I got a cigarette problem now. And then they gave up the cigarette problem. And what they didn't realize is their addiction transferred because they never figured out why they needed the object that they were giving up to cope. What was actually causing them to want that for comfort? When we use things in ways that are not healthy, in, we use them for other purposes. We, when we use food or cigarettes or whatever to distract ourselves from the things going on in our lives rather than face the things going on in our lives, there is always a possibility that they will come back in a different form. Because the things that are going on in our lives that actually need to be taken care of have not been taken care of. And this is why transference is so big. I can't make you see just how vast the ability to make an unhealthy choice is. You have to want to see it. Our time spent staring at a six-inch screen in a palm of our hand. We don't know unless we actually look. People can say until they're blue in the face, you know, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to do this or whatever. But if we look at the on-screen time of their cell phone setting, I'd be willing to bet there's at least an hour there. At least, at minimum. At minimum. There's so many different ways. And the key to our lives is finding balance. And how do we find balance? We have to figure out why the things we chose became addictions in the first place. And we have to face the fact that they became addictions for a reason, no matter how uncomfortable that situation is. It could be any myriad of things. It could be a long list of abuse. Uh, It could be things you went through as a kid. It could be things you're going through right now. It could be so many different things. A year, almost a year went by. I was approaching the holiday season. In Christmas time, my wife makes Christmas cookies that are, they are like to die for, some of them. I found it extremely hard to avoid cookies when it came to that time of year because they were homemade. And I think this might have been the time where store-bought versus homemade, there was definitely a line drawn between them. I had to come to a point where I had said, if I don't try to make up a system here and see 
and put some rules in place, see if I could follow the rules, and go from there. That's basically what I did. And my rule was this. You're allowed to have three on the weekends. So whenever I felt like having these things, I would say, okay, I'll have it Saturday. It'll still be there Saturday. And I don't know if it was just the talking to myself that did it, but I would tell myself I could have it Saturday and it would be okay. It was like I trusted myself. But I always have to be aware that at any given moment, I can get out of control with those things. It's a lot easier to know when I'm getting out of control because having had gastric bypass surgery, one of two things happens if I eat too much sugar. I go and have a hypoglycemic issue later or I have all kinds of pain in my stomach as well in the process. Because my ability to digest sugar has changed since I had the gastric bypass surgery. And one of the byproducts of that choice to have surgery changed the way I digest food for the rest of my life. But three seems to be the magic number. I could have three cookies and not have any pain, not have an issue with hypoglycemia, just three cookies. That was years ago at this point that I made this deal with myself. Now, there are certain weekend mornings where I have a cookie or two or whatever it is when I'm in the mood, but there are other weekend mornings where I don't. I just choose not to. It's not on my mind. It used to be so readily present in my mind just because it was a behavior that was performed every Saturday, every Sunday, that I had to give it up entirely till I knew I can control myself. I rarely ever even look at store-bought cookies. And matter of fact, I don't know that there's often a case where there are store-bought cookies in my house anymore. But homemade cookies are a lot harder to look away from. That's for sure. And the one way of combating that is to stick them in the freezer, which they are always in my house. Is The cookies are all in the freezer and your craving is going to be certainly slowed down by the fact that the cookie is frozen. But I believe I found balance with that problem. But I will never relinquish, I will never live under a delusion that it's gone. That's what I need you guys to realize. It will always be in the back of my mind that at any given moment, the fat version of me that caused me to be 460 pounds, 400 pounds again the second time, is always there, ready and willing to take control of my current situation. 
And even now, four years in, I cannot tell you I am any closer to finding balance. But I do know that I require it. I know that we all require it. Finding balance in our life, physically, mentally, and spiritually, is the only way to have it all-encompassing, to find true peace in what it is we are doing. Is it sinking in yet? Please tell me. Tell me you can see the full picture. I really need you to see just how vastly wide the net of addiction actually is. If we don't correct it all, the mind, the body, the spirit, we are like fish that swim away from one fisherman's net only to go straight into another fisherman's net. What good is it? What good is any of it? All of this work for what? The tracking, weighing and measuring, exercising. What good is it if it only means we find new ways to attach ourselves to new unhealthy behaviors? It's all meaningless. Can't you see? If we never achieve balance, we will only ever have the illusion of success for however long it takes us to realize what the new thing is we've become addicted to. It will never change. It will forever go in circles over and over and over again until we are so sick and tired of our own bullshit that we finally decide to become the change we've always needed. So here's the question. Are you ready to become the change you've always needed? Now that change is the one thing you probably never tried. Seeking balance of it all. Total, complete balance. Mentally, physically, spiritually, all of it all at the same time, dealing with the bullshit from the past, all of the stuff that sought, made you seek out unhealthy addictions because you were trying to cover up the pains of your past, all of it has to be dealt with. And as long as you don't deal with it, it will be a problem. You will stay in the cycle. It's about you. It's about your health. It's about happiness and balance. Can't you see? Can't you see that you're worth the fight? No matter how painful it is, at the end of it all, at, at the end of all the bullshit, the pain and the sorrow is your reward. 
and you decide to stay right here because the food makes you comfortable or the cigarettes or the alcohol or whatever it is it's gotta stop it's time to choose you I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.